Well, I've been mentioning that this coming Sunday night, uh, the Sinai organization has their annual campaign and benefit dinner. It happens at the Marriott Glen Point Hotel in Teaneck, New Jersey, with some wonderful honorees. And uh, Sinai, frankly, has uh, been such an important part of our community for decades, and uh, it's sometimes important to remember how organizations like this got started. With that in mind, there's going to be, in addition to all the great honorees, a memorial tribute to uh, Leo Brandstatter of Blessed Memory, who's the founding president of Sinai. All this is happening this Sunday at the Marriott Glen Point Hotel, and the leader of Sinai, Rabbi Yisrael Rothwax, is actually visiting our Teaneck studio, our temporary one. We're down the hall from what will be the permanent one on this Rosh Chodesh Wednesday morning at JM in the AM. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you for the invitation. So glad to be here. I was thinking about this over the last couple of days as I was making arrangements to be there Sunday night and participate in your big event. I could only imagine, you know, this is as... I have to be so sensitive the way I say this, but I'm sure you'll get my point. Um, Just like starting a school and maintaining a school in the Jewish world or probably anywhere, private schools, is a very, very difficult task. It is not the easiest sell when you walk into a philanthropist's office, even generous philanthropists, and say, we want to start a school. Um, It's not one of those causes that automatically may you know, trigger someone's heart uh, to the point where they just want to give or how much do you need, et cetera. And I, and I know you know exactly what I mean by that. Yeah. I could only imagine that Sinai, as, again, as sensitive an area of education it is, we're dealing with people with, with you know, needs beyond the norm, let's say, just, again, mm-hmm. I hope I'm using the right terms. You got it. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've passed the test so far. Uh, I can only imagine what it's like to try to start an effort like that. To prove to people of means and leaders in the community, rabbis and other people who are influential, that this is necessary, that the regular classroom is not sufficient for so many in our community. And then on top of that, how old is Sinai? Founded in what year? 82. You know, it's not 2023. In 1982, things were not (laughs) the way... They are today where people are much more sensitive to this and, you know, niche educational efforts and, you know, niche programming is so vital and viewed as, you know, so important. So think back to, I mentioned Leo Brandstatter, think back to, you know, his role in starting all of this and his colleagues at that time. And they were probably, you know, fighting an uphill battle. Ahead of their time. By yeah. far. You know, you think about um, the timing in the early 1980s. Um, forget about Jewish special education. I don't want to say it didn't exist, but it was very little. Certainly not in New Jersey and New York. There was, there was you know, one or two schools doing, you know, small schools do, just really starting out. Um, but in the world of special education at large, it was just an emerging field. Right. And um, you, you think about what was going on in the world at that time, you know, really just, you know, a, a decade or so after the civil rights movement. And if you look at, at how, special education arose and the, um, the culture that we live in that is the embracing of, of inclusion of people with disabilities in our schools and in our community at large, that was really parallel to the civil rights movement. So you, you think, even think about the Willowbrook. Right. Right. It was only a few years before 
I, I forgot right. exactly. It was in the yeah, mid seventies, almost late seventies, right? right? Late 70s. So, so th- th- that's right. Put yourself in that in that kind of um, you know frame of mind. That's where the world was, and then emerging from that um, were were amazing um, visionaries, brave, brave people um, who didn't take no for an answer. Um, it's usually how how right. things get done in this world, and and Leo is certainly one of them. How many students today? But I mean today. I mean, on Wednesday, Rosh Chodesh Adar, how many are benefiting today from Sinai's work? We have 210 students in our eight schools today. Um, and uh, It's a lot I, of families, a lot of students. It's a lot. And I, I, I was thinking on my way here, you know, how many families have we had over the last 40 years? How many students have we been able to? I, I don't know the answer. Thousands. Thousands for sure. Um, and... Um, and it was really, you know, Leo's bravery. I, I, I don't know if you know the whole story mm. about, you know, Luzar. You know, Leo and his and his wife, Dasi, um, ha- are blessed with three wonderful children. One of them um, has special needs. And they were, you know, heartbroken that they had a child that couldn't be in a Jewish school and receive a Jewish education. They understood that he couldn't be in a regular class. Um, and so they didn't, you know, necessarily fight for that, but to 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 sit there on the side and have all the other children in the community go to a Jewish school, and theirs would have to be go to a public school or a secular private school without the benefit of all that a Jewish education offers. They 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 couldn't handle that, and so they, um, together with two other parents in the Fairlawn community, um, said we we got we have to make a change. They they. Of course, had uh, the ears of Rabbi Yudin, um, who, who's you know not a stranger to this program, <laughs> um, you know who who stood by their side and and fought along with them to find the school and and, and at the Sinai started at in 1982 in what is now known as Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, right. it was then the Hebrew Youth Academy in West Caldwell, New Jersey, in an old paint factory. Sure. Remember that? I certainly do. <laughs> I'm an HYA graduate, remember? Ah, me but, too. but way before West Caldwell. <laughs> way before West Caldwell. <laughs> um, and um, and the, the fearless leader at the time, um, you know, the principal of the school is Rabbi Wally Green, right. um, also um, a, fair, uh, a fellow Fairlawn resident um, who... who you know, not only was, um, you know, sensitive to hearing out Leo and Dasi's cause, um, but really took it under his, um, under his wing. Yeah, and, well, and he always it. understood, you know, progressing in education, absolutely. And, you know, absolutely. And meeting he, the needs of those in need, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. And he, he's the one who went to the, you know, HYA board and right. said, come on. You know, this, right. this, this is what Jewish education is about. To make it clear for the listeners who may not be familiar, is Sinai... Always separate classrooms. Is there a lot of mainstreaming? Like, what what's the goal when when the uh, youngsters, you know, are under the Sinai umbrella? So we partner with eight different schools, and we have our own self-contained classrooms at each one of those schools, where the kids can get their own individualized special education and, and therapies, um, and and an individualized education for them. At the same time. We purposely um, have it set up so that we are partnered with mainstream yeshiva day schools so that our students can benefit 
Um, certainly from being part of a larger school culture and all that it offers, but right. also you know, social inclusion and when appropriate, academic inclusion as well. We have kids who are in our partner schools um, classes for the parts of the day where they right. can succeed. In. Well, we would call mainstreaming, yeah. I guess, right? Plus, yeah. of course... Uh, I call it that too. Right. Okay. The sport, well, I meant me and you. <laughs> the sports programming, lunch together. I mean, obviously, you're yeah. talking about opportunities to... Uh, uh, to socialize, be part of the regular school scene, etc. Uh, Rabbi Yisrael Rothwax is here. We're talking about the Sinai dinner, which is coming up this coming Sunday night in Teaneck, New Jersey. You're all invited, and I'm encouraging everybody to get those reservations in. Um, in addition to the memorial tribute to Leo Brandstatter, who is the founding president of Sinai, uh, there are uh, distinguished honorees that you will be um, paying tribute to this coming Sunday night. I'll start with those who I'm most familiar with. I'll give a special shout out to Tzvi and Erica Solomon. Uh, Tzvi is somebody who, from his youth, and I know he's still young, but I mean from his youth, youth, was always involved in great causes. And I can imagine it's a tremendous benefit for you to have him aboard. Yeah. How do you know Tzvi? Tzvi? Yeah. His father and I go way, way, uh, okay. way back. Okay, <laughs> Long, longer than either of us care to admit. Uh, okay. Also, Tzvi and Binyamin, my Binyamin, were classmates in ah, TABC. So. Yeah. Tzvi is, you know. He's an amazing. He's amazing. a powerhouse. He's a powerhouse. He's you know by far the youngest member of our board, um, but um, has an, a really tremendous impact uh, on on our board as a whole, and, and really an amazing perspective. Um, as you just mentioned, he grew up uh, in in Teaneck and went to TABC, and he speaks about and will at the dinner Mirtashem as well about. How his, you know, his perspective on the special needs community really evolved um, through his being a student at TBC alongside um, students at Sinai, and um, he he he's really one of uh, one of the most amazing staunch supporters of of uh, of Sinai, and is really, you know, as you hinted to a minute ago, really really, you know, he's a powerhouse. He's a really yeah. talented young man. So Eric and Svi Mazaltov to you. Dr. Michael Stifelman, is that the right pronunciation? Yes, and Dr. It. Jill Zimmerman are being recognized as well. Yes. What could you tell us about them? They are, um, you know, thank God, really longtime supporters and members of the Englewood community um, who um, um, among uh, almost a thousand people that will be at the dinner this Sunday um, th- were not direct benef- beneficiaries of Sinai's work um, but were our marsh of the cause and realized that Without their support and support of people like like them, um, you know, Sinai wouldn't exist. I so. want to make an additional point on that, which I will in a moment. The okay. Lifetime Achievement Award is being given to Associate Dean Ms. Judy Carp. I would assume from the uh, designation that she's been with the organization for a while. A year or two. <laughs> she's been with us for 25 years. Wow. Thank God. And uh, she's a, a fellow um, Lower East Sider. Hmm. Um, and um, travels to Kushner Academy every day. Nice. Um, and, um, you know, she's, what can I say about Judy? She's just, she she abuses really sensitivity. She um, makes it so that whoever is speaking to her, um, certainly students, but staff and parents alike, you know, feel like they're really understood. And there are lots of difficult conversations that happen within Sinai. And, you know, parents are, um, are advocating, they're grieving, they're... Um, there's oftentimes a, a, a different 
perspective that we have than par- that parents do, and we have to work together to make that happen. And she's really um, a master at, at you know, working and developing those relationships. And you've asked Annie and Julia Miller to speak. They're a parent and student speakers this Sunday night. That should be yeah. interesting. It sure will. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> our par- parent and student speakers at our dinner um, are always a highlight because it's not somebody else speaking about you know, the great work that Sinai does, it's really, you know, the people who, who have directly benefited from that. And Annie has, um, Julie, I'm sorry, has been a, a student at our school at Mayanot for many years, and her, she and her mother, Annie, will be presenting. Earlier, you mentioned uh, when we spoke about the doctors who are being honored that um, they, they, they have seen, they were not directly involved in terms of family, but they see. I, I think, the, and the point I want to make is that we do not realize as parents just what kind of effect Sinai being in a school has on our students who might be, I have to be careful again the way I say this, but those of us who have quote unquote regular kids in a regular school, they are being affected in such a positive way just by having the Sinai school within their own school. Yeah, um, I, I hear that often actually from the principals of our partner schools, Rabbi Rubin at, uh, at Kushner, Kushner says this often, but I, I've heard it from all of our other um, p- partner school principles as well, that uh, they perceive our relationship with them as really a greater benefit to their school community than, than it is to our kids, which is um, which is true, I think, and, right. and beautiful. All right, Rory Rothwax, there's only one other thing to discuss this morning, and you know what it is. What is the uh, annual tuition that a Sinai parent, if they were able to pay the full amount, would be responsible for? Uh, that's a complicated question. Well, around. Give me a number so that people out there understand how important it is to donate to your scholarship fund. The bottom line is it's very... It's, it's, could it be thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year? It, it certainly could be. It's, 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 it's expensive, and it's, it's, it's more money than the average Joe can, can afford. And the way that we can make this work, um, one of the ways we can make this work is by um, the great generosity of our, of our community. So um, like I hinted to before, we have almost 1,000 people at dinner this Sunday. Um, just a few tables of parents, and the vast right. majority are people who are of the cause, and it's we, we never, ever, ever take that for granted. The the, um, the outpouring of support and generosity that we have from our community, um, who give chizuk through their attendance at the dinner, and just as importantly, you know, uh, um, supporting our, our annual campaign. And uh, one of the reasons, <laughs> this may be the only context where where someone's actually stating how inexpensive yeshiva tuition is, but one of the reasons that the Sinai tuition is even larger than the regular yeshiva school or yeshiva league tuition, as I like to call it, <laughs> is because of the special programming teachers who have an expertise in areas that other teachers would not have, right, and they've spent their time um, uh, studying and, and getting those degrees. Degrees, uh, and uh, I, I would also assume the amount of time, right? The programming time that's required just to set up a program like Sinai it takes a, a, an even greater effort than what the average school goes through. Yeah, I mean, there's a very intensive. It, it all comes down mostly to personnel, and right. we have a very intense um, student to t- teacher ratio, oh, including course. our therapists. And even you know, where a lot of schools you know, talk about the tuition crisis, and a lot of schools have moved away from. Um, having too many administrators um, and being too top-heavy and trying to um, delegate, you know, right. otherwise, and we've actually gone in the other direction. We realized that in order to support our staff, our teachers, and our therapists who are supporting our kids and our families, you know, in order to give them the proper guidance, the proper support, we have to build the proper administrative um, support for them. And so we, you know, that that also 
um, is, um, you know, adds into it. But uh, at the end of the day, we're able to offer them, our, our kids, an experience that um, they literally would not be able to get uh, anywhere else. You can go to SinaiDinner.org. If someone wants to place a reservation this late, they would do so still on that website, SinaiDinner.org? If you go to that to that website, you'll see a note that will we will certainly accept um, your uh, your donations. Um, and, but if you want to make a reservation, there's a number or email there that you can call to uh, to make to make that arrangement. So go to SinaiDinner.org for all the information. It's this coming Sunday night in Teaneck. And uh, we should mention we've had the opportunity to do this uh, actually um, uh, during these conversations in the past, actually speaking to some of the people I'm about to refer to, the some of the success stories of Sinai, thank God, generally speaking, everything is every one of the stories is a success story, but some of them are just remarkable uh, in terms of what the students have achieved and what they now uh, are doing with their lives, with their careers, whether it be you know it, it, life in the Jewish community, outside the Jewish community, business community, etc. Um, we weren't really prepared to go into detail about specific mm-hmm. cases, but you, but you certainly shep tremendous nachas from uh, from those who were in Sinai years ago and are now flourishing. Absolutely, and um, I like the way that you started that part of the conversation, which is you know obviously we're proud of everybody, right. and you know because we have such a wide spectrum of students in our school, we have students with developmental disabilities, and we have students with learning disabilities, um, and and many other kinds of challenges. And those students in the with those profiles are going in lots of different directions. We're not more proud of one than the other right. and we're really equally proud of all that they have accomplished and we have students who are doing amazing things some of whom you know you've you've interviewed in years past uh, like our firefighter friend Jakob Gutman you know which was he's, he's just an amazing insane uh, personality. conversation insane conversations right but many other people who you know maybe aren't firefighters right. um, and um, you know it's not as uh, you know Hollywood <laughs> you know exciting like that um, but but there you know we have we have people we have um you know, graduates who are you know, who are teachers, who are rabbis, who are uh, doctors, and who are you know professionals, um, and, and we have you know we have many who have really been able to make sure that they have reached their potential in uh, in giving back to the community, and we're we're very very proud of that. A lot of great success stories. Come on out, everybody, this coming Sunday night. If you can't come out, at least donate. Uh, you know that uh, when we make a recommendation about a cause. Uh, you know that you could rely on us, and it's a good cause. So certainly go to SinaiDinner.org. If you can't make it to the dinner, you can certainly donate right there on the uh, on the site and support the great work of Sinai. We like to promote organizations and causes that have a proven track record. And Robert Rothwax, as he described earlier, they've been doing this since 1982. You'd have to say a proven track record, plus a 1,000 people at the dinner who would testify. Uh, to your track record. Many distinguished honorees, as we outlined earlier, plus, of course, the memorial tribute to Mr. Leo Brandstatter, who was the very first, the founding president of Sinai. And you heard the story Rabbi Rothwax told us earlier. Go to SinaiDinner.org. Hope to see you on Sunday night. And Rabbi Rothwax, as you know, uh, it would be, you and I would be in tremendous trouble if we did not mention uh, Baruch Jungreis on the air, you know that both of us, both of us would suffer terribly if we didn't mention his name during this conversation. A minute ago when you said, you know, so who are you proud of? I was going to throw his name out, but I didn't want to go there. Baruch, we love you. And now we know that he'll be listening to this archive at least 100 times, at least, I would guess, because, you know, we, we mentioned him. And in fact, you're right. Everybody does love him. I think you have a Lower East Side bias. <laughs> well, I certainly on. have a Baruch Jungreis bias. That I can tell you. Are you kidding? 
Um, good luck Sunday. Thank you Sounds like much. it's going to be a major success, and Thank I appreciate God. you joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Rabbi Yisrael Rothwack, Sinai, everybody, SinaiDinner.org. Go to the site. Not only do you want to place a reservation for Sunday, if you can make it in Teaneck, New Jersey, Sunday night, but in addition, you want to make sure to toss in some dollars and support the great work of Sinai. You could do so on that website. And, of course, more is coming up on a Rosh Chodesh morning right here at JM in the AM.